Good morning, everyone. Benji and Bella are in the house. You know what happens then, eh, Sabrina, when the dogs are in the house? So don't be surprised if you hear woof woof in the back. I want to say good morning to Virginie from France. Matthew is on Podbeam this morning. Whoa. Uh, thank God, Matthew, because my Facebook is blocked. So I can't see anybody on Facebook. So Marie-Pierre, Sabrina, I'm counting on you two ladies to say hello to everybody from Maria, who's been blocked, banned from Facebook, and I have no clue, no clue. Thank you for joining us. You're on the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, where our mission, our mission is to create a, an environment where we, where we can level up together, intentionally to work on being a better version of ourselves. And at the end of the day, I think human beings strive for personal development. And this is what we want to bring to the table with the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Uh, and I love, I love what Marcus Aurelius said. We're doing the book of uh, Anthony Robbins, Awaken the Giant. And the first, um, memo in the book yesterday was if you are distressed by anything external the pain is not due to the thing itself but to your own estimate of it and this you have the power to revoke at any moment Jean-Philippe I loved the way he put it absolutely loved so officially good morning everyone my name is Maria Mariano 38 years in multi-level marketing and if you're listening to our podcast at an alternative time please write in the comments hashtag replay and at what time you actually listen to the podcast it gives us an idea if we want to do any extra lives at what time sometimes is the best time to do it today Jean-Philippe Jacques he will introduce himself when it comes when he's going to be speaking he will be be covering we have the power to adapt transform and manipulate for pleasure or pain Sabrina is going to be covering the subject where do our behaviors come from and my scientific girl ah Marie-Pierre Tetro is going to be telling us something we already know that band-aid effects don't work but first before we enter into the subject officially Jean-Philippe how can our audience help us to gain traction on social media Yes, first of all, thank you for being there with us. I'm hearing myself twice. Maria, I'm sure it's from you. <laughs> yes, who else? Who else could it be from? Who else? <laughs> so first of all, thank you for all of you for being there with us on Facebook, on the Zoom, and on Podbean. That's the first step. Listen, watch, uh, listen to it on replay, watch it on replay. So first thing. Then also the next thing that you can do is comment because understand that what we want to build, it's a community. And the only way that we can build a community is where every member feel that they are part of it. So first of all, it's commenting. Then adding some people to our group, okay? Our inspirational group, The Millionaire of the Diamond, The Millionaire des Diamants. You can find it on uh, Facebook. So it's a public group, so you can add people. And then the last thing, so if you are getting value out of, uh, out of our podcast, Okay, the things that you can help, and it's the uh, the best way to make us extend our reach. It's by sharing. If you are on Facebook, by sharing the um, the Zoom, uh, the live uh, to someone else to your uh, to your profile. But 
really important if you're sharing to someone else or if you're tagging people in comments okay it's really important that you give reason to the person and don't tag a bunch of people like 50 people in a comment okay that's the worst thing to do okay usually when you're listening or watching a podcast okay you're thinking of one two three or five people okay so share them but be sure that you uh, uh, you, you establish what is the value that they are going to get. So you can share on Facebook, you can share on Podbeam, you can tag on Facebook also. So that's the way that you can help us grow, uh, grow our podcast. You're on mute, Maria. No, but they, uh, who else can this happen to besides me? Okay, guys, just so that you know, they're young. 30, 31, 36. I'm 57. Not bad. Come on, guys. Not bad. <laughs> I love it. Um, Jean-Philippe, you're so right. We, we need to tag intentionally. Otherwise, it becomes a spamming. Absolutely. Um, Marie-Pierre, Sabrina, we have people on uh, our pod beam because I can't see, once again, Facebook. I've been banned from Facebook. God knows what. Soon I will know, hopefully. And we see Ra Rawi. I hope I'm pronouncing it properly. Thank you for joining us. I'd love to know where you are listening from. And our group is called the Millionaire of the Diamonds. Where uh, from Libya? Welcome. I, I'm telling you, one day we'll have an audience from around the world. Around the world, I, I shared with you our mission is to create a group where we level up together and we work on being a better, a better version of ourselves. But the vision here, vision here, Rawi and. Matt, Matthew and, and Virginie who are listening, Lise who's with us, Joanne who's with us. Our, our vision is to build a thousand millionaires. And as we're moving forward, I can, I can really see 2021 being an explosive year of new millionaires in the group, the Millionaires of the Diamond. Sabrina is our next, our next person that in 2021 will hit millionaire status. We have this year Julie Chaillet that's on her way for that. For that. We have uh, Stephanie Talbot and and I always say, once we have one new millionaire, like the four-minute mile, it opens the way for many other people. So for the people that don't know the story of the four-minute mile, they said that it was impossible for a human being to run a mile in under four minutes. The year that it was accomplished, the following year, 36 people ran the mile under four minutes. This is what the group is about, okay? When you hit that millionaire status, you become the first person that opens the way, which was Annie Marchand. And today we have more and more new millionaires every single year. Anthony Robbins says in the book, and I'm going to verbatim, I'm going to tell you exactly the way he put it. We are the only beings on the planet who lead such a rich internal lives. Now, I love when he said that rich internal lives, because at the end of the day, we want to be each day the best version of ourselves. So he says, we are the only beings on the planet who lead such a rich internal lives that it's not the events that matter most to us, but rather how we interpret them. And I think, Jean-Philippe, you're going to explain this in the most efficient way possible with, um, with the power of adapting, transforming, and manipulating for pleasure or pain. Take it away, Jean-Philippe. 
Yes, exactly. So we are actually probably one of the more advanced creature that is on the planet right now. Okay. So yes, like human are creature. Okay. Creature uh, among like the animal kingdom and all of that around like uh, ecosystem and all of it. So we are actually one of the only because there is some animals that get that um that gift okay which is about really to use your brain and think okay but like think in a way that it's really complicated and not only in a survival way that there is danger i just left okay i i i, I jump out of that situation so actually we have that ability to stay in a situation or be in a situation and just like uh, understand more and like be uh, be sure that this situation is not only something that it's uh, cause and effect but actually we are we have the ability to make something complex so yes we adapt ourselves we transform we create that's how the um the world has evolved okay through the years so it that's the only way the reason why that today we have the internet that we have the web that we have social media that we have car that there is skyscraper it's all because of the evolution that we have okay that means that the human was in a situation what he wasn't feeling great wasn't feeling good like there was a problem so he has decided that because he wasn't feeling right inside of him to adapt himself and one of the best example that can show us that we have a, a, a different interpretation of situation and that our world as human is not only cause and effect okay it's uh, an example it's something that has been said in a study that there was a car accident and 12 people were seeing the car accident and like the coroner coroner i think yeah okay like was asking the wit uh, the witnesses okay can you tell me what happened okay and out of the 12 there were 12 different stories okay so what are the reason first they have different point of view by the way they were placed okay and we're looking at the incident okay one was north one was south one was east one was s and like all of that they were surround like this around the uh, the accident so they didn't see in like the exact same way and the second reason why those stories were all different among the 12 it's because we are um uh, nous sommes guidés no, not guide. Guide? Yes, we are guided by our emotion. So if at that moment somebody was happy, if at that moment another person was sad, if at another moment another person was angry, this, this has a, a huge impact because we are a creator of emotion, okay? And are things that can help you, okay? Just to understand that, like we have the privilege this weekend during our seminar to have a conference from David Bernard, and he talked about like the solution approach. That is a way that you can be aware of your feeling and how your feeling interpret, okay? And make a difference on how you are looking to the situation. So there is three simple steps, okay, 
First one is that welcome the situation. Understand that right now you have big feeling, okay? So, so if you're angry because of something, okay, like you're waiting at a place and you, you, you thought that the person uh, just before you is taking too long, like to count his money to give to the cashier, okay? So understand why, okay, and welcome it, okay? Just say, okay, this is happening to me, okay? And I can't change event. Then accept it, okay? Ask yourself, why am I feeling like that, okay? Why am I feeling like that right now, okay? Why am I angry? Why am I super happy? Why am I uh, sad? Because you have to do it both ways, okay? Because yes, bad way can like misinterpret the situation, but over happiness, okay? Or like we say that we have like uh, the lunettes rose, like pink glasses. It's a French expression that you see the world not with the good filter actually can have an impact. So like accept it and try to understand, okay, what, what, what I, what I have to understand from that situation. And finally, transform okay try to see what really the situation was about and ask yourself how can i adapt myself and what i have to adapt my being to be sure that i can see the situation in a good way and if it happens to me in the future that i don't let my emotion take over and like make me misinterpret like the situation i'm living right now i love it you know when he said that example on on sunday javlip i thought of you at costco with your basket. Wait. <laughs> I don't go anymore. <laughs> I'm kidding. But yes, absolutely. Like I felt this way and like I have to talk to me a lot. I didn't reach the acceptance part yet. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I sort of got, I thought of you and I said, a, a lot of times, you know what it is, Jean-Philippe, it's also our, our, our age. Like for everybody listening out there, remember, there, there is a different way I welcome a situation, I expect it and I transform it, accept it and transform it at age 20 versus age 30 versus age 40 versus age 50. J just remember, you cannot rush growth, okay? You cannot rush growth. You cannot pick the fruits before the plant has been harvested. So always remember that when you're feeling um, outside uh, your, your control, just remember my words, okay? This too shall pass. This too shall pass. These were the most powerful words in my life when I heard them for the very first time at age 18 in the book, Ogmandino, uh, The Greatest Salesman in the World. When I read, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. I cannot tell you, Jean-Philippe, how many times I have repeated those words to myself that today I feel a duty to repeat them to you young people out there. If I were to rebegin my life, I would have had more older people surround me at a younger age. I think they would have allowed me to, have, uh, to wear my shoes of peace much faster. So I did have older people in my life regularly, but more. I find that the, the grandparents bring us this calm within our souls uh, when we feel, John Philip, like agitated. And agitation is just because we're young. We're young and we want everything yesterday. Anyways, all that being said, uh, my conclusion of this segment, Jean Philip, was yes, how do I feel face, facing a situation? I'll give you an example. Working long hours. Okay, this happened to Yasmin with her new job now as a lawyer. First week, she's working. I mean, I mean, she knew that before she studied tax law. I mean, she knew every tax lawyer works 
over a hundred hours a week. But you see, how she saw it was the problem. So she was like this in the beginning. If you can see my face, it's a sad face. I gotta work all these hours, okay? Versus now, I see the transformation where she's looking at, at it as, oh my God, I get to gain all this experience within only a hundred hours. So the way you live the same experience makes a difference. So a lot of people watch me, Sabrina, and say, oh my God, you're always working. And But me is I have such a privilege to be able to have something to do as of 5.30 a.m. in the morning. Because I look at my dad, my dad with COVID, I mean, I think it's, it, if anything that's killing my dad right now is not having anything to do. So it's all in the way you see it. Going to the gym. Oh, I got to go to gym. No, you get to go to the gym. You get to feel better. Oh, I have to eat vegetables. No, you get to choose to eat vegetables. You're blessed that you have a, I have a hard time with that English word, a choice of vegetables to eat. I have to clean my home. No, you get to clean your home. So your capacity and the way you see it will transform. Anthony, Anthony says this, through the power of our wheels, we can weigh physical pain of a situation against the mental pain of surrendering our ideal. So right now in Montreal, I'll give you an example. There's a manifestation going on downtown. Have you heard of it? Okay, Montreal is horrible right now for the mask. We don't want to carry the mask. And that. So unfortunately, these people manifesting are finding more pleasure in the ticket of $1,500, okay? And they're finding more pain in, bring, in putting the mask. Now, what, what is your interpretation Okay, you, ma you manifest it or you don't manifest will depend on where you're associating the pain. Now, Sabrina is going to take you into, okay, what's linking pain and pleasure and how can you change that to shape your destiny? So I said to my daughter, Nadia, who says, oh, I'm going to go downtown and film because she wants to get a lot of lies on her, on her story, right? I go, Nadia, what are you doing? Thank God we live in a country where we have access to masks. Thank God we live in a country where our government gives us the financial means to get by this, this, um, this horrible, you know, COVID situation. W what are you doing? So I had to transform the pleasure to going downtown to manifest and making a live and getting a lot of likes, Sabrina, to what are you doing? You're so blessed that you have masks. There's countries that can't put their hands on masks. So explain to us how we can do this, Sabrina. Yes, but in the behavior are all, maybe it's conscious or unconscious, but your behavior are linked to the association that you did with pain versus with pleasure. And I will give you an example because I know that for me, the link with pain and sport is really, really different than everyone in the world, I think. No, <laughs> all the athletes we have, because we learned when we were young that we need to have pain to be sure that we are really in the good zone for working on sport. It's not a good association, I tell you, but it's the association that I did in the past and it's already there today. 
And I'm sure if you're think thinking to some association that you have in your life, maybe you have some association that you did in the past. Maybe it can be something that someone told you when you were young at school. Maybe that was something that your parent told you that uh, afraid you are, that it's, it's give you pleasure. And now this association is made. And if you don't work on this association, you will always do the same action. For me, doing sport, I don't have an, a friend to do sport with me because when I'm doing sport, I need two things. I need pain <laughs> and I need to go out of my zone. I, I need to go too fast in my zone that Everybody around me that they are doing sport, that they are just looking to me that you're too, you're too weird or you're, you're too intense for me. <laughs> But it's what I learned. How can I train with people <laughs> with, when I'm training with athletes? They are the same zone of me. <laughs> But it's because the link that I did. Now I'm working on changing my mind i'm working on getting pleasure by doing relaxing sport it's not what i'm learning in the past what i did learn in the past but it's what i'm working because i need to add pleasure in something so i need to disassociate pleasure and pain and associate pleasure and doing activities with, for example, with the family. Because do you think that I can go do uh, figure skating or go skiing with my kids? Yes, I can, but they really don't love the ride <laughs> because I'm too intense. So I'm just working on get the pleasure to be with them and not doing sport as the intensity that I was doing previously. But I will ask you a question. Yes, I said, do you have an association that you know that you did? And I will give you example. When you're eating, are you eating to getting fuel to your body? But, or are you eating for pleasure? Because sometimes if eating is only, it's your pleasure, you will eat more that you need because you will eat to have pleasure. I will give you the other example, shopping. Did you link shopping to pleasure? Because sometimes you will do shopping, not because you need something, but you will do shopping because you want to have the pleasure of shopping. And Maria, you just said that you're, when you're stopping smoking, it's because you change your mind between pleasure of smoking and the pain of, of smoking. Exactly, Sabrina. At the end of the day, Sabrina, you're absolutely right. What I link pain and pleasure will shape my future. And sports, absolutely. Nadia, when she used to be uh, training professionally, if she didn't feel her body absolutely aching, she was sad. She was sad. Hamid, 
he needed to have a bath in ice. You know when you see it in the movies? Well, his team trained until they were they absolutely to take a bath in ice. Association changes everything, everything, everything. Now we're going to go into explaining how many of us just have a Band-Aid effect, like going on a diet. A diet is a Band-Aid effect. effect. So men and women are much, um, are much more led by their hearts than their understanding, right? We all know that. Whether we like it or not, what drives our behavior is instinctive reaction, like Sabrina, you said, to pain or pleasure and not the intellectual calculation. So as soon as I hear the word calculation, I think of Marie-Pierre Tétro. So she'll explain to us why band-aid effects don't work. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. Yeah, so we are not driven so much by, by what we intellectually know, but rather by, by what we have learned to link pain and pleasure to uh, our nervous system. So it's our neural association that determines what we will do. So we would like to believe that it's our intellect that really drives us, but in most cases, our emotions are what truly drive us. So yes, for a lot of people, we will try the band-aid effect, the band-aid plan, that is just to push ourselves to create a new behavior, a new habit, without working on the inside first. But if you really want to get a change of behavior, you will need to link pain to the old habit and pleasure to the new behavior that you want. So, and you need to condition it until it's consistent. So for example, the diet. Yes, the diet is a great example. So if you're going on a diet and just overriding the pain in the short term, it's pure willpower, but it never lasts simply because we still link pain to giving up the fattening food. To get a long-term chance, we have to link pleasure to eat uh, something that is good food for us. So yes, we can do it just by uh, with the willpower, but if you really want to have a new behavior, you have to uh, really link the pleasure with the good habit and link pain to the whole habit. And if you really want to condition yourself, you can do it with a four step. So the first step is to take an outside perspective of yourself. So just picture yourself as if from above or outside your body as you go through the day. So if you are someone who likes to eat chocolate at the end of the night, see yourself from outside. Okay, that's behavior I'm doing and focus on the mistake and after that, focus on the emotion after you are doing that mistake. So if you really take a look at yourself from outside, you really look at the mistake you want to change and the emotion, of course, you will condition yourself to stop that behavior and link pain to it because you know the emotion at the end, not when you are doing it. So you will link that pain and you will link pleasure to that new habit that you want to do. So that's the really plan and not just have the band-aid effect. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. So today, my exercise for you. Are you ready, guys? Exercise for you. Analyze destructive behaviors that you have and what kind of pleasure are you linking to them? Like me, smoking. Um, I analyzed that every time I smoked, I said, oh, makes me relax. Or, oh, 
helps me digest. Now, all smokers out there, you will understand me. Oh, this smells so good. I love the smell of tobacco. Okay. So when I analyzed that destructive behavior, I was able to change what I linked pleasure to. So now I said, I started saying, can you imagine, Sabrina, I'm not smoking anymore, how much time I'm gaining in a day? And when it comes to gaining time, that's huge pleasure for me. Okay. Then I analyzed that being able to age in a healthy body, I started linking pleasure to that, aging with a healthy body, not with an oxygen tank stuck to me, right? So I started linking pleasure to that. And then I started linking pleasure to all the, the fancy steps I needed to do to smoke because as I aged, smoking, before it was fun, we would be smoking around the table with a guy. Now you can't smoke anymore. You always have to go outside. So from the moment I started analyzing and switching that, like Sabrina, you said, I was able now to stop that. So I'll give you a few examples here. Analyze your, your food lifestyle. How can you change that behavior? Analyze your physical lifestyle. How can you change your behavior? Analyze what you're associating to your work ethic. Analyze what you're associating to belonging to certain groups that maybe are destructive for you. Have fun with that today, and tomorrow we'll, we'll, we'll dive into the subject of developing our character, because at, at the end of the day, it's my character that gives me the strength to say no to the cigarette and yes to cigarette-free. It's my character, the strength of my character that will determine that. So thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed it, please share. Always mentioning why you're enjoying our podcast. And for our new friends joining us from Libya, joining us from New Brunswick, thank you for being on Podbeam. Virginie from France. No, come on, like we're, we're, we're stretching our reach. Love you guys, and we'll see each other tomorrow morning. Bye-bye, everyone.